let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. It's Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee and myself hanging out talking investing, finance, and retirement. And hidden expenses is going to be the main topic of the podcast this week. Sean, because just because we can't plainly see something doesn't mean it's not there and we find that in a lot of walks of life, but it's certainly the case when it comes to hidden expenses. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just uh, we are now in the thick of youth baseball again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like that's constant. It does seem like that's a constant thing going on. So, because you guys have that great indoor facility, but uh, I imagine you know we're all looking forward to the weather turning a little bit, right? So we're like, come on, spring. Oh yeah, we're and we've got a tournament in vegas tournament in arizona so oh. these boys are going to get a little bit of travel in them this year fancy i like it well let's look at these hidden expenses because they don't always make it easy right whether you're looking at you know a cell phone bill or some kind of medical statement or uh back in the day we used to make the joke that reading stereo instructions when trying to hook up your hi-fi system was like complicated as all get out especially if you had remember back in the day when we had like you had your power amp you had your turntable you had your cassette player maybe your cd player all these different pieces i know i'm, I'm aging oh, myself yeah. and dating myself but that's okay you had all these different components and it came with this massive book to try to wire it all oh man uh, you know or the vcr instructions when they first came out how to record it no one could figure that out or use the timer so anyway things get hidden in the in the text i guess right in the manuals and so on and so forth well think about some of that a little bit for our first couple here sean when it comes to hidden expenses because mutual fund expenses is tops on this list to start with um they can be kind of hard to find in the prospectus yeah i mean there's with mutual funds there's a couple of different expenses and some of them have to be stated okay you know, some of them don't. I say others can be kind of not, right? So, you know, I mean, the the stated expenses are, you know, operating costs and and twelve B one fees and things like that, uh, and those those are right in the prospectus. You can pull those up online, and, and the mutual fund providers have to disclose those. Mm-hmm. The unstated expenses are a little bit harder to dig out. You know, and, and the biggest one is cost of turnover. That's the buying and selling internally in the in the fund itself. Okay. Uh, those don't have to be disclosed. Those are considered a pass-through cost, and that pass-through cost goes directly to the investor, and the investor pays those fees. Digging those out is a little bit harder for an individual, but depending on, on how much the fund is turned over, which means that they're buying and selling different different things, it could increase the, the expense structure. Okay. And, and so a lot of times when it comes to mutual, and that's why we, it's often brought up as that one, hey, there's a lot of hidden expenses. There's a lot of little things going on that could be kind of chipping away at what you think mm-hmm. is your overall profitability of you know said item, right? So you definitely want to make sure that you're talking with your advisor about you know uncovering and explaining all those potential hidden expenses. Uh, let's talk about variable annuity fees. They get the heaviest amount of the wrap on this, and, and some of it's rightly so on that. Yeah, I mean, variable annuities are there to serve a purpose, just like any investment vehicle. And, okay. and when you look at, I have a hard time with with variable annuities personally, just because there the expense structure does start to ratchet up. I mean, you, you're it, it, historically variable annuities have been pitched and promoted one way, when the reality the the inner workings of how they work in right. a lot of, is different. They they tend to be the apple that kind of spoils the bunch for a lot of people. Yeah, and there's been a lot of bad characters in, in selling products like this. And right. Not not saying that everybody that uses them are bad. It's just variable annuities get a bad rap. Yeah, and, and it has a very specific 
goal set or skill set, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so when you look at the cost, you're you're looking at the variable annuity company, the insurance company is going to charge you, you know, administrative and mortality expense fees. That's what they that's their fee structure. That's usually a percentage. Uh, they're going to charge you potentially a rider cost if you buy a, an additional bell or whistle for the annuity contract. They're going to charge you now because variable annuities have investments underneath them. You know, they look and smell like mutual funds, but they're called sub accounts. Mm -hmm. They have all those operating expenses that we just talked about in funds. Uh, So those sub account expenses and and they have a range of, you know, operating plus turnover plus, you know, whatever it may be. So when you're starting to look at, at variable annuities in a lot of cases, you could see fee structure range anywhere from you know one and a half to three and a half percent, depending on what bells and whistles, what sub accounts you put into it, and what the admin and, and operating expenses are. So gotcha. they tend to be a little pricey, mm-hmm. um, but if it serves its purpose for you, maybe the price is okay. Well, and that is, again, value, right? Comes back to the value being provided for the service and so on and so forth. So if you have one of these and you're not sure about the fees or maybe it was something you got into and didn't realize it, definitely make sure you're talking with your advisor or talk with a qualified professional mm-hmm. uh, about that if you've got some questions. And, of course, you can reach out to Sean on the team at 855-50-RETIRE if you've got some questions on these first two. Now, these next couple ones, Sean, I've got are not so much a product but just a fact of life, okay? So right. hidden expenses, well, up to – Within an exception of the last six months or so, many of us had kind of, like we tend to do in life, we kind of not really pay that much attention to inflation. Not everybody, right? But a lot of people kind of like tune it out because things have been kind of swimming along pretty good. Well, the last six months or so, now everybody's aware of inflation because it is back and it's back with a vengeance. Right. Know? And that's that silent killer. And I, mm-hmm. you know, if you you don't pay attention to inflation on a day-to-day basis until it's in the news. And um, yeah, <laughs> well, inflation- until you go to the grocery store to buy something for, you know, a special event and you're like, Holy cow, that prime rib is how much? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or I mean, getting, buying gas, what yeah. gas was two fifty a gallon a couple years ago. I mean, I just filled Shoot, up. It was $1.75 down in here. Yeah. And it's, it's three twenty five here. So yeah. So it's doubled and, and you know, gas is cyclical, but when you start to look at the cost of goods, you know, that, takes away from purchasing power. You mm-hmm. know, if goods are increasing and your income's not increasing with it, it, it takes away from your purchasing power and it takes away from uh, the ability to do some some extra things or or maybe you got to go out and, and make a little bit more money, you know, whatever it may be. Right. But inflation can eat away at that. And that's that's not necessarily an expense, but it definitely reduces down your spending power over time. Yeah, I, we kind of were you know, thinking about this when we put it on the list. We're like, well, it's not an expense, but it does affect our expenses, right? You know, it, right. it affects what we're spending and, and how much we're able to keep and so on and so forth. And obviously, it's you know, very, very topical right now because, you know, the numbers are what the numbers are. So, you know, fuel costs and things of that nature are definitely, you know, fairly, pretty high to our point. Food costs, so on and so forth. So it's something that you got to be aware of. And yet, you know, I was talking about the... Um, 
how it's affecting things. A friend of mine retired early. He's military retirement, so he's retired in his 40s, which is fantastic. But they sold everything they own, decided to go tiny, and go live, and they've got this big, giant camper. Not that it's a giant camper, but it's still tiny mm-hmm. compared to a house. And right. they're driving all over the country and enjoying themselves or whatever. Well, he's, I was talking to me the other day. He's like, man, gas is killing me, right? The one thing oh, he yeah. didn't factor in when he pulled when he got this idea about seven <laughs> months ago was what was going to happen if gas went back to the roof. So he bought a bigger truck to pull the bigger camper, and, of course, it takes more gas, right? Yep. So he's like, yeah, that's kind of throwing a little bit of the monkey in the wrench as far as my plan went. But So, you know, you have to adjust, right? You just stay in certain places a little bit longer. A little bit longer. That's what he's doing. Yep, that's exactly yep. what he's doing. So that's one. Another one is tax increases. Again, maybe not necessarily a hidden expense, but it's one of those ones that's going to affect us. So if they go up, and Sean, they're more than likely going to. They have to. I mean, this is where everybody's beating this drum, but it is what it is. We tend to think about it from the standpoint of it's going to affect us when we go see our you know, H&R block guy or our CPA mm-hmm. or whatever in April, but it also is going to affect your, your IRAs and your 401ks. And that's the one we don't think about until we get closer to needing them. Right. It's a function of how much do I have to pull out to get the net income that I want. Mm-hmm. And, and one of two things happen. If, if tax rates go up and you're pulling money out of your IRAs, your 401ks, your, your retirement accounts, and let's say tax rates go up 5%. I'm just throwing that out there as an example. Mm-hmm. Well, you have, you have a choice to make. You either take a little bit less net income and pull out the same amount, or you increase your monthly income to keep the same net amount that you are currently receiving. One or two things will happen. So if I have to pull out more money because I'm paying more, a higher tax rate, I could potentially stress out my overall portfolio yep. and it will deplete faster. Or my lifestyle will have to change because I'm still pulling out the same tax rates went up, I get less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, that's really just a function of deciding how do you want your plan to be built? And do you want to pull out a little bit more money to keep the same net? And, and being efficient and proactive with taxes now has obviously been a big thing on the radar for many people because the devil is what we know, the devil in what we know, right? However that right. saying goes, because we know what they are now. And if they don't do anything, they're going to stay this way until the end of 25, and then they're going to change. So. Yep. You know, be efficient and where you can be efficient now when it comes to these things. So the final bit here on hidden expenses is retirement also just brings those increased leisure activities. And Sean, this one, again, I think everything's been obviously so, you know, tossed in the wind and jumbled up in the blender, if you will, over the last two years because of the pandemic stuff. But even if you didn't or haven't had these wildly ambitious travel plans for retirement, whether you were not that kind of person beforehand or COVID put the kibosh on that, I imagine we're going to start to see people, we're starting to see more states ease up on mask mandates. You know, there's still a lot of conversation and a lot of political fodder back and forth. But as people get more frustrated, we're now two years into this, over the next maybe year, year and a half or so, I think people are going to want to do more increased activities, especially those folks who are closer to retirement. Because even if you're worried about the ramifications of, of the disease or, or the virus or whatever the case is, I think at some point you're like, hey, we want to live, man. We want to go out and enjoy right. our golden years. So you're going to see possibly an increase in these activities, leisure activities, and that means an increase in, in expenses. Yep. I mean, we're, we're seeing, we're starting to see it now. Yeah, People calling you up and saying, hey, let's tweak the plan. I want to do something. <laughs> yeah. Or they're, you know, not not just that. Uh-huh. Um, it's bigger ticket spends are, okay. are happening. You know, we just just spoke with, you know, I just talked to my mom actually, and she's, they're putting new windows in their home. Okay. Yeah. You know, she, we had to figure out where to pull that from. You know, we're, there's a lot of people that, you know, myself included, 
I've been trying to buy a car for seven months. And <laughs> yeah, and they had, yeah, either you couldn't find it or they had gone up to the roof. Yeah, you know, and I just got my uh, the day that we're recording this, my my car actually just went to the the floor. It's being built right now. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's about time. But and it's not anything fancy. It's just another GMC Yukon. <laughs> like, right. Right. Um, but but the parts. Yeah, we've had. Well, it's the supply issues, right? The supply chain issues. But yeah. we're also seeing. You know, a lot of families say, hey, all right, we, we're, we're planning our trips. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. Uh-huh. But the way they're doing it's different. You know, jet fuel right now is crazy expensive. So cost of airline tickets is high. And, but so we're seeing a lot of road trippers and those sorts of leisure activities that are still that are starting to ramp up. Now it's getting warmer again. And so we're definitely seeing the, the request for withdrawals and, and increase income start to come out as well. Yeah, so how do you address that, right? So if, if people are hitting you up and saying, hey, we want to make changes to the plan, that's why your plan is not a set it and forget it, or at least it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. right? That's when you guys, because I imagine some people do call up and say, hey, I do want a bigger ticket item, or I do, uh, we were just talking about the camper thing, right? Or may, you know, maybe somebody decides to go that route, and they say, hey, I want to see the country, I want to go do some things, but I'll also, you know, if we do this, we're doing this a, a, a little bit more away from people, right? It's just my spouse and I and the camper, we're at campgrounds, we're out in the open more, whatever the case is. So now we want to buy a camper, and that wasn't originally on our you know, retirement plans. So then you guys have to start looking at how to tweak and thing, change things so that you're not running out of money later on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about, it's all about communication then and talking and working through and dealing with the hidden expenses. So if you've got some of those or you think you've got some and you probably do and you don't quite understand them or you're not sure where they could be affecting your overall retirement strategy, then make sure you're sitting down with a qualified professional and having a conversation if you're not already. If you're working with Sean on the team, you probably already have a good idea about these, but if you need help, they're still here to help. So reach out to them. Stop by the website, elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevate myretirement.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to use, like Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartStitcher. You can find it all at the website, elevatemyretirement.com or the podcasting website, retirementelevatedpodcast.com. Sean, thanks for hanging out with me, my friend, and I will see you next time I talk to you. It'll be March already. The year is whizzing by. Holy cow, man. Yeah. So you have a great one, all right? And enjoy that baseball. Sounds good. Thanks, brother. We'll see you next time. Yep, we'll see you next time here on the podcast with Sean Lee. This has been Retirement Elevated. He's a managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.